Many girls out there are suffering from many obstacles and here on Ouch That Hurts, I will tell you how can you navigate those obstacles. So without any more chit-chatting, let's get started. So I asked AR, no, AI, artificial intelligence, to help me come up with obstacles or things that many young girls or young women have to face in their 20s and some of these things are so aligned to what this podcast is all about because here now that hurts we learn about finance we talk about career development we also talk about self-identity and self-confidence and mental and emotional well-being so the uh, these things were part of the ai idea or the ai experience that told me to talk about but there was also another talking about personal relationships and I'm not going to discuss about that because my podcast is not about relationship or dating or any of that sphere so I'm going to talk about the other things but the first thing that came up was career development it says navigating quoting navigating professional world and establishing A successful career can be a significant challenge. Many young women face obstacles such as gender bias, wage gaps, limited opportunities for advancement, advancement, and work-life balance issues. All right, so I want to talk more about this because I feel like I'm facing this right now as we are speaking. For me, I I graduated college back in 2021. Didn't do an internship because of the pandemic. And I didn't I didn't do an unpaid internship. The first one in my family to go to college. I don't know how to get those things. Very hard for me. I was about to get some internships, but the pandemic happened and things happened. And I am I think I would say that that's one of the things that really is holding me back from pursuing great jobs but at the end i still think like maybe internships were not for me maybe corporate life it's not for me who knows i get rejected left and right and what i realized is that when you're trying to advance in your career you will have to do a lot of unpaid work and it can be a struggle, especially, I already mentioned this on my other podcast episodes, but it can be a struggle because you are going to be there un- having this unpaid internship. And then it turns out that you need to pay for gas. You need to pay for your car, for tickets, for freeway tolls. You have to pay for food and attire, professional attire. And that's so costly. And when you are like starting a career, you don't have enough money to buy those things. So very, very, very hard to navigate that process. And it can be very discouraging, especially when you'll come from a poor or I wouldn't say poor, like poverty, but I would say when you come from a low income, I I think poor and low income are two different things low incomes like you don't have as much revenue coming in and poor and poverty it's like sounds like 
you don't have food on the table and you just your necessities are not met you don't have a shelter you don't have water you don't have that's different but low income it means to me someone who does have an income but it's not sufficient so or it's not in comparison to other people who tend to have higher income drive nicer cars so low income for me i'm a low income i was an, a low income student i'm still low income because my job doesn't provide me with the income that i wish it provided right but it's part of life and we have to navigate it and realize that that's normal you're not the only one if you are suffering from low income status and i don't think it's the end of the world but it, it does feel like that because we all we go on tiktok and we see like other girls having like the best perfumes and they get their sol de janeiro and they get their fenty foundation and they get their ysl purses and chanel bags like well i can't afford that i cannot even afford the target version so it feels very discouraging at times when you're trying to do or you're trying to get professional and you can't because there's so many obstacles out there you try to like look put together but those sandals you could buy them at marshalls but it's not the same the same sandals that you see that sofia ricci has it's like she has chanel and you have marshall and yeah they can have dupes and everything but not the same and it, it feels very discouraging especially um, on this social media space when where we see nothing but a bunch of skincare products and we're like oh my god i want it so bad and it's like well there's other things i need to pay for i need to pay for my insurance i need to pay for my health insurance my hospital bills i need to pay for my college tuition and it's like when am i gonna get there you're not the only one i mean i'm recording this podcast episode and i don't have a chanel purse and that's fine because guess what I know for sure I'll get it later. <laughs> and the truth is, I think we just see other people having pretty things and we're like, well, I wanted to. Yeah, you can have it, but not right now. Today's not your day. And it will be, hopefully, in the future. And if you don't have it, it's fine. There are other priorities. Anyways, I think I just went on a tangent and I think I'm very loud right now. But my point being is that we are suffering from being low income it's, it can be very hard wage gap it's 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 hard and when we're starting let's say we're starting a job we get paid a little bit more than our parents and we get excited like our parents can get paid like 11 $12 an hour and if we get paid 19 we feel like we made it and still not enough especially in this economy where houses cost around $400,000 for just a, like a two to three bed bedroom size or a restroom that's only there's only two restrooms in the in the house and it's like $400,000 and you're like where am I going to come with that amount of money and it's like I don't understand these prices like the prices of houses went up but my wage still the same And it's like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like I should have 
bought a house back in 2010 when I was messing up fifth grade teachers. <laughs> like it's like what 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 was I doing 2010? I I I was lacking. I didn't do anything. I should have bought a house and I should have like started working. Why did I do that? I'm joking, but you get the point. So limited opportunities for advancement, according to AI. I always say AR, but it's AI. And yeah, limited opportunities. We don't have a good network. We don't have a good foundation. We don't have people who know us who can say, oh, this person is interested in this person. I I, I saw somewhere. It's not... In networking, it's not who you know, it's whom knows you. And I'm like, ooh, that sounds about right. So that's a struggle. And how do you how do you go over this? How do you I'm still trying to figure this out too. So you're not the only one if you're suffering from this. But I feel I feel limited opportunities for advancement. People say, Well, you can go on on I Indeed or LinkedIn. And you can just apply and connect with people. That's amazing. That's great. I do those things. Well, I don't connect with people, but I do apply for jobs. And so like, I don't get anything. So, and also, so it's so easy to fall under these scams. It's so easy to fall to these scams. It's like we see an opportunity and we're like, we want it. And it's like, no, it's not there. It's like, they're trying to get your social security. They're trying to get your identity you're gonna have a problem and it's like who do i trust i don't know the other thing is work-life balance issue how can you work hard but play harder how can you do these things when nine to five jobs tend to be very consuming and there's you're spending like eight hours of your life in a, eight hours of your life in a day and how do you make time for the things that you love for the hobbies how do you make time to go to Sumba class, salsa class, painting class? It's hard, right? Unless you have someone who cooks for you and cleans for you and does all those things that most people have to do after they they work. So it's very hard to find love and passion throughout your day. All right. So that's a struggle. Other thing is financial independence. Achieving financial stability and independence is often a concern for young women in their 20s. They may grapple with student loans, entry-level salaries, budgeting, and saving for the future. So it's a very, it's a concern of mine too, right? Independence. We want to feel independent, but we are interdependent because if we live, if we still live with our parents, then that means that we're not financially stable. Or at least if we are living with our parents, hopefully we are saving and investing our money instead of just buying things you don't need. And I feel like I've been caught in myself lacking um, the financial independence and like investing because right now I'm not working. So it's like I'm buying a bunch of stuff and it's so hard to like save because how can you save when you are not earning? It's like, mm, I don't know what I'm doing. Student loans. I don't have student loans, thankfully. But that's because I decided to stay with my parents. Instead of going to a state college, I was like, you know what? I'm staying here. 
And it was a great opportunity for me, and I don't regret it. Because some people have like 20, 30, 40, 50 thousand dollar thousand student loans. And man, it's like, whoa, how did they do all this? Well, they had to pay for, for their car, they had to pay for rent, they have to pay for their own food. And their parents didn't do that for them because they're also first gen. So that's hard. And then the entry level salaries. Entry level salaries start like twenty dollars an hour and still not enough to cover up for expenses. Got a budget. Well, no one taught us how to do that. Well, at least for so many girls. For me, I got lucky. I, I, I got into a personal finance class. I'm obsessed with it. Well, I'm very happy and very thankful that I took that. And then saving for the future. I would say saving for the future and investing, which chat GPT didn't include here. But investing is very, it's not hard. It's, it seems like it is hard. And we don't try something because definitely, duh, it's hard. You don't know how to read those graphs. Well, you don't know how, you don't have to read those graphs. It's fine if you don't. Just invest every month from your paycheck, a percentage, and you'll be good, sweetheart. Just choose your mutual funds and go on Google and see which are the best mutual funds. And you just click one and save yourself and try another one. And that's how how investing works saving for the future save 10% you can save more if you want if you can't all right so the other thing is self-identity and self-confidence young adulthood is a time of self-discovery and many girls in their 20s face the challenge of defining their identities and building self-confidence all right yeah so many girls especially we see that lack they're, they lack social identity. They lack confidence. They lack all these things because we're not taught about this in school. It's very hard. Why don't we, why no one talks about these things? It's like we should have like a confidence, self-confidence and self-identity class instead of like a, a class that we don't need. And I'm not going to name a class that we don't need because i feel like people are going to be like well we need that for the future and it's like no we don't we don't need to know what happened to elizabeth grant oh actually that's lana little right now actually she's better important to me anyways like elizabeth what was the girl name elizabeth bennett i think elizabeth bennett i don't know from pride and prejudice i don't remember Anywho, it's it's very hard, like challenging of identities. Who am I? What do I do? What do I like to do? What are my hobbies? Self-confidence. How do you stand up for yourself? Do you speak out? Or it's it's very hard, especially when you're a woman. Because when you speak up and you are very confident, people say, well, she's a Karen. But we don't have a name for a guy who is aggressive and wants its own way of things. I don't know what's the name. If y'all know a name, let me know. Because I've never heard of a guy's version of a Karen. So, see, we never win. And if we're timid and shy, it's like, well, she got there. Well, she's where she's at. 
because she doesn't speak up. She doesn't say anything and she is not. And people can't read her mind and she's not opinionated. And that's bad because you got to spread out your ideas, spread your ideas out. And it's like, you, you can never win. You can never win. And, and it's so stressful and disheartening thinking about that because you can't do that it's like a cash 22 you do this criticize you do that criticize you don't do that criticize it's just like god when is this going to end but my recommendation for self-confidence is to stand up it's better to quote unquote look abrasive and aggressive and full of yourself oprah winfrey on one of her interviews on a stanford interview she said that she well i'm going not i'm not going to quote her but i'm gonna summarize what she said and it was like she's saying when people say i'm full i take that as a compliment because that means i'm able to give water or give to other people if your glass is full then you can provide for someone else and i'm like ooh, that's so powerful but that's true. It is so true. Like, oh man, if we we stand up for ourselves, it's like, well, she's so full of herself and she thinks she's all that and she ain't that. She thinks she just ate. She thinks she she's serving. She thinks she's giving. She's not doing any of those things. And it's like, oh my God, here we go again. Here we go again. So let me know what it's the guy's version of a Karen. Because I don't know what it is. So, again, pressure from societal expectations, comparison with peers, and finding their purpose can all contribute to this challenge. Comparison with your peers. That means with your friends, co-workers, people who went to high school, who you went to high school with. We go on social media and we see like, oh my god, this person's already married. Oh gosh, they already, they already have children. And I'm here, like, licking my boogers. Like, what's going on with them, people? <laughs> you feel me? Okay, why am I saying this? But the truth is, it's, like, so weird seeing people um from our social medias. And we can see, like, they're already married and they went to the Bahamas. And you are, you still can't make it past your country's beach. Or like your town speech. I still can't get past through Galveston Beach. Galveston County. Houston places in here. Like I've never been to good places in downtown. Gosh. Um, <laughs> and you see other people like having these. Oh man. It's like having these this life of like stay home mom, wife. And they're apparently they're making like tons of money from trading or something. I don't know. I think people are lying at this point. Probably they're lying. Uh, yesterday I was with my friend and she was like, she met another girl. And the first thing that the girl said to her was like, oh, yes, I'm already married. I already have kids. I work here. I was like, wow, must be nice. But why do we find this urge of telling people like, our accomplishments strangers strangers let me remind you strangers like letting strangers know people that you just went to high school with and you went with them and had a, a very 
slight, slight conversation with them in high school or relationship and we feel the need to tell them everything that has happened to us since we left high school. Like, what's the point? I mean, I would understand a friend that you're close with, but a stranger danger that you only had two minute conversations every single week in high school. Why? Why is there a need for that? Uh, but yeah, comparison with the peers, finding their purpose cannot contribute to the change. Challenge. I'm sorry. Yeah. What's my purpose? What's my passion? What do I love? What do I do? How can I be this person? Why is this person better than I am? Why is this person so passionate about engineering? Why is this person so passionate about this place or this job? And it's so funny. Like I find I find it weird. And we all do that. Not just one person or myself, but we all do that. And finding purpose, it's it's also difficult. What do I like? Well, if I like this, can I like that? Well, if I like makeup, can I be also smart? It's like, yes, you can do all those things. Be bold. I know, again, with the cliches, but I feel <laughs> I feel like that happens all the time. Anywho, finding purpose is, is important. But what is purpose? What is passion? What, is, what do I like? For me, it's like I love dancing. I love Zumba classes. I love makeup. I love skincare. Those things make me happy. And it's fine if you don't like those things. All right. So I think I'm done for the, for today. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I'm so happy. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something from my ideas. This is kind of like a summary of all the things that I've said here on Ouch That Hurts. But on other episodes, I talk more in detail about each. I talk more about finance for sure on my other episodes. And I talk more about career development development on others. Like I think I, not I think, I did a book review on a career book. And yeah, so I'm so thankful for you guys. I also would like for you to follow me on Ouch That Hurts podcast and also on my other TikTok account, which is a beauty account on on TikTok at All Cute Things by Yolani. I'll see you in the next episode and I hope you have an incredible and fabulous week. Remember, it's so important to understand that in life, in life, everything will turn out the way that it should be. Stop comparing yourself with others. I know it sounds so cliche, but I love you so so much. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.